Hello and welcome to the That's Why They Were Bollocks podcast. We've basically finished our nine-part Bruce Lee series. Over those nine parts, we explored, you know, the quality nature of Bruce Lee, what he brought to the world, what he brought to Asian culture, what he brought to world culture. And now what we're going to do in this episode is explain how a load of filmmakers exploited the shit out of it. My name is Luis Sanchez, by the way, and I am joined, as ever, by Paddy Stanton. Oh, yes, the one and only. Yeah, so this should be quite a funny one. I'm looking forward to, actually. I guess just, just right off the bat, to explain what it is, you probably have to kind of explain what blacks black exploitation is for people that don't know. How it's described here on the one and only Wikipedia Oh, I've got that up as well. <laughs> <laughs> so it's an ethnic subgenre of the exploitation film that emerged in the United States during the early 1970s. Um, and yeah, as we've explained, just it's a play on on the word exploitation. So yeah, and an exploitation film, according to Wikipedia, is a film that attempts to succeed financially by exploiting current trends, uh, uh, niche genres, or lurid content. And uh, and yeah, that's that's a good description of what we're about to talk about today. Is there a description of Wikipedia on Wikipedia? They're the real questions. Oh my, that is just if I think about that too long, I think I'm going to explode. It, yeah, <laughs> it, it well, that's some Inception shit. Don't don't tell Christopher Nolan about that idea. You're playing with fire with that idea, mate. Uh, I, oh, my word. Oh. So what essentially today's podcast is then, Lou, is taking that, what we've explained there, and, well, Bruce exploitation, and just to explain just a brief little summary of, of what you would call Bruce exploitation. Well, Bruce exploitation is, but basically, uh, Bruce Lee, as we covered on the Nine Point Bruce Lee series, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or good places where podcasts are, basically... Uh, Bruce Lee, by the time 1973, Bruce Lee was probably the biggest star or one of the biggest stars in world cinema. Enter the Dragon, a massive hit. Now the films, um, the four completed films, four completed martial arts films, I should say, uh, The Big Boss, Fist of Fury, The Way of the Dragon, they're also being rewatched. They're becoming like big hits around the world. And the trouble is that Bruce Lee happens to be brown bread, so they can't make any more of these films because Bruce Lee is brown bread. So how do we get around that? How do we? There's, there's money to be made here, but he's in the ground. What do we do? Ah, I know what we do. We come up with loads of people and sort of have them dress kind of like Bruce Lee. <laughs> we have them sound, give them names that are kind of like Bruce Lee, like Bruce Lee, uh, Bruce Lee. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, and, and uh, or Bruce Lee spelled differently. And <laughs> Surely not. Yeah, we 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 do a load of films with dragon in the Bruce title. Lang. <laughs> Bruce Lang. Oh God. Yeah, exactly. And we do a load of films with dragon in the title. Uh, and <laughs> what we what we try and do is we try and. I think trick is is a good word. Trick audiences to think, oh, they're coming here to see a Bruce Lee film, um, and and it is, and and, and that was basically it. Like I, I was there, I, I've I heard, um, that yeah, some people who go in to actually like see these films, 
w- would be thinking like, oh, you know, this is, <laughs> this oh is Bruce God. Lee. Oh, that's, that's surely they would know that he's dead though. But do you think maybe just some parts of the world they they probably just they don't even know that it hasn't been covered, and they're just uh, yeah they're exploiting them. Yeah, I, I think it's it's it, it. I think they probably know in the back of their mind, but they're like uh, I don't know. They just come in with like the um. I think yeah, maybe some people are like you know the Bruce Lee death conspiracies are there, or or at this time of course the internet wasn't wasn't around, so yeah. pe- there's no not everyone would know. Oh yeah, Bruce Lee, you made these four films, but people now might have seen it at a dragon and then go, oh shit, there's another film that uh, Bruce, oh Bruce Lee, uh, Br- oh they might, have, oh I didn't know that that's how I thought his name was spelled with two e's. Oh well, I must <laughs> be wrong. Uh, and then uh, and that, I think that was a large appeal of these films what they were trying to do to audience audiences. Um, and yeah, well, uh, basically, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about it. But if you want a detailed explanation, a detailed look into Bruce exploitation, if you want to make yourself suffer, then <laughs> then uh, there is an actual podcast about this called the Clones Cast, which is all about Bruce exploitation. That that tells you how many films that there are of this genre or subgenre, because there's a whole podcast dedicated to it. Yeah, and it's not uh, like it's just uh, like it. It looks like it's still going strong as well in, in a way. Like they've done so many films by the looks of it, but uh, I think it's actually uh, like they've made like games out of it and everything, like animes and stuff out of, of this whole genre. Um, Shaolin Soccer, that the actor in Shaolin Soccer, Soccer was supposed of the Bruce Lee look. Apparently, that was on purpose as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a there film was... called New Fist of Fury. I mean, that says it all. Oh yeah, we'll touch on all of those, all of the many sequels to to Bruce Lee's films that they released. Uh, there's also, if you want a detailed look at Bruce exploitation, there's a whole book, and it's not like a, a small pamphlet. It's like a detailed book. Uh, it's called Re-Enter the Dragon, um, genre theory, Bruce exploitation, and the sleazy joys of lowbrow cinema. Uh, and yeah, check those out. Um, I'm not going to recommend checking any of the films out. <laughs> um, so- How's the yeah. book? Is it just sort of go in chronological order of the of the of the genre? Uh, yeah, yeah. The book basically, yeah, it, it covers. Um, I mean, I, I don't know if it covers all of the book. All, all I don't know if it covers all of the genre, but I hope I should hope it does because it's two hundred and twenty eight pages. So um, that, that tells you how many films are in this subgenre. God blimey! And uh, you haven't watched a single one. That says it all. That that says it all. I mean, I have I have watched one of them. Uh, because I, I was thinking, I don't know whether to call this Bruce exploitation and the Game of Death, or just Bruce exploitation. Because I'm going to include, and we're going to cap this episode off with the 1978 release, the original release of Game of Death. Uh, mm. Because what we, what, what I want to make this distinction is the the footage that that Bruce Lee filmed that that you can find on YouTube that was in the Warrior's Journey documentary. That's quality. That. No, no way bollocks. So I didn't want to, you know, I don't want people to be mistaken. Oh, they're having a go at that game of death. No, what we're having a go at is a 1978 Robert Klaus directed version, which yeah. is one of the most disgraceful uh, posthumous releases I've ever seen. That's annoying as fuck because honestly, the favorite part of the series that we did is it, probably for me might be the game of death. I just because the fact we watched the whole and video at the same time and cover they're all like sort of you know live if you like so i would have loved that so I, I don't think i don't know if i even want to watch the original cut now 
Ah, well, you won't need to after after listening after after we I'll take you through it here. Uh, it I uh, it's unbe- uh, it's disgraceful and and yeah, people were talking. Uh, you know, once they they had seen that footage, uh, and the Warriors' journey, they were saying, you know, that could this could that have been Bruce Lee's best ever film because what mm. what Bruce Lee did film was amazing. And we'll, 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 when we get to it, we'll talk about what Robert Klaus and the filmmakers did to that footage. And we'll also pose the question is, you know, when you unfortunately go, um, who are we going to get you for sansploitation? You know, are you going to be in, in porn, pornos? Obviously, pornos, that's number one. We're going to get little uh, little Mexicans and Colombians to play you in pornos. And um, and yeah, there's a there's a genre there as well, I think, sansploitation. Yeah, yeah, I'm, um, I'm, um, um, yeah, that, that's very, yeah. Uh, the royalties diff- will not be going to your estate; they'll be going to my estate. Yeah, this well, podcast estate. Well, well, you know, well, well yeah. That's Some things never change. Some things never change, no, the geese wiser. But anyway, um, so let's let's kick things off. The first film about our class is Bruce Bloitation. And I, I don't know if this is the recorded first. And people could argue about when was the first Bruce exploitation film. But this happened. This film was released while Bruce Lee was still alive. Uh, it was released in. It was made in the Philippines, 1972, starring Roman Zamora, and it was called The Pig Boss. Um, oh my God, no. Yeah. Uh, well. And as. As I say, I haven't watched it that film, so I, 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 I don't know what you, you, fuck knows what that's about. Um, <laughs> sure, instead of you know some the big gaffer, um, they get a pig in his in his role instead, and the, and it's just uh, this wannabe Bruce Murder and a pig. Yeah, or it could just be a farmer. Could be a farmer. That's um, easy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, nineteen seventy three. We have Bruce Lee versus the Chinese Frankenstein. <laughs> what? Yeah, Bruce I've got Lee to see that one. I've got to see some sort of clip of, of, of Bruce Lee uh, fucking roundhouse in the Frankenstein's head off. Well, going to set this to video, so hopefully, hopefully, a lot of these like the pig boss. I I've heard this exists, but it might be fibbing because I've I've tried to look. It's not on. I don't think it's on IMDb. Like some of these films, there's no record of. So I'm just going on good faith that they exist. Probably but, a good reason for that. Yeah, exactly. I want to cover it up. Yeah. So, 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 so I'm going to try and set video to this, but some of the films there won't be video <laughs> video of. They made sure um, to delete the entire history of video available. Yeah. If anyone has them, let let me know. So yeah, there could be a Bruce, little collector's item there. There could be like big, massive Bruce Lee memorabilia fans there. They're trying to get these tapes and they, they just can't. It's like tape trading with the with you know getting any getting an FMW or ECW tape. Oh no, it very much is. Yeah, they talk about that. If you if you listen to the Clones Cast, which is a great podcast by the way, definitely check it out. When you listen to it, you talk about them like having like having to go out of their way and like how to like to get these films and how they've been searching for them for years. Like it is a uh, yeah, it, it that's definitely the case. Interesting. Bruce Lee versus the Chinese uh, Frankenstein. Bruce Lee fights zombies. Don't know why. <laughs> Um, well, not, you know, it's getting towards Halloween, and so obviously there needs to be a Bruce Lee for all times of the seasons. There's probably Christmas Bruce Lee films out there, the Halloween films for him as well. Exactly, exactly. Uh, Shadow of the Dragon, uh, another Philippines film in 1973 starring Roman Zamora. Um, then we go to 1974, Bruce Lung, 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> stars Bruce Lung. Uh, Must have been a heavy smoker. Heavy smoker, aged considerably, uh, and he kills an in, uh, uh, an exploding dog belonging to the mafia. So the mafia invite Bruce <laughs> to a fake film set in Italy where they can kill Bruce. So uh, yeah, that happens there. Bruce Lang is a heel, clearly. <laughs> he is, mate. He's a, he's fucking he's um big boss man harming dogs. The 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 growling <laughs> pepper. Yeah, the growling tiger. Uh, this is set after Way of the Dragon. Uh, a crime syndicate are after Bruce Lee's character, Tung Lung, uh, which, of course, Bruce Lee's character from Way of the Dragon, after Tung Lung killed Chuck Norris's character, who they call number nine. They can't find him, so they search for his uncle, uh, and Tung Lung's cousin takes them on. Apparently, the music's good in this film. 1974, The Black Dragon's Revenge. So were some of these quite big budget then as well, would you say? Um, really, I mean, some of them are bigger budgets than other others. Uh, but I, I wouldn't say any of them are getting like uh, massive, massive uh, budget films. Mm. Uh, there, there is a few recognisable people uh, in those which we will, uh, I'll, um, we will get on to. Um, uh, this film didn't have the budget or the, the care and attention i would say uh, the black dragon's revenge 1974 stars ron van cleef the script was written on the plane over to film it in, <laughs> yeah it says a lot it says how rushed it is exactly in in the first poster there's a picture of bruce lee on it the film was also going to be called the death of bruce lee uh, it's about three rival gangs embarking on the search for Bruce Lee's handwritten finger fighting manual. And apparently in this film, there's a geezer uh, throwing snakes at people. So check that one wow. out. Mm. Uh, Try anything in these, won't they? They will. They, Roman Zamora popping up again uh, for another film in the Philippines, 1974, The Game of Death with an exclamation mark. <laughs> oh come on there's got to be some form of copyright here surely i, I don't I, I was wondering about that actually how they they, they get away with just calling shit like fist of fury 2 game of death 2 yeah. um no down back in them days clearly no yeah is that no intellectual property that none, none of their concerns uh the storyline of a heart attack Vince was involved in this, yeah. He'd, there'd be lawsuits. Jerry McDevitt would be. He'd, Jerry McDevitt would have a heart attack. The amount of people he'd be suing. Bruce it, is it, quite popular in the Philippines as well. I'm noticing. Yeah, well, he's popular all over, but especially I suppose like those Asian countries where they, you know, years they they probably wouldn't have had, or maybe ever had like a star on this mm. magnitude who was sort of representing their culture. So, you mean Bruce yeah. Lang, yeah. Bruce Lang, exactly, exactly. Uh, the the storyline of this game with death with an exclamation mark, according to IMDb, is a karate champion and his manager are invited to participate in a martial arts tournament held in an island, and they end up fighting for their lives while rescuing kidnapped models. And it features footage from the 1978 game of death. Um, so, yeah. I just, I mean... The fact that this is allowed, it just it boggles my mind. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, prepare for your, your mind to uh, to keep boggling. And 1974, Bruce Lee, A Dragon Story, a Hong Kong film starring Bruce Lai. Um, 1970, <laughs> 1975, 
Bruce Lee, his his last game of death, uh, made in Taiwan against Iron Bruce Lai. And uh, and we go over is, to. Is this the guy's real name, or do you think he's like changed his name or what? I think some of them might have actually like legally changed their names to Bruce Lai and Bruce Lee because they they do go on to be called it in a few films. Um, so we it's not just all Asia. Uh, we actually go over to South America, 1975, the Brazilian film Bruce Lee versus Gay Power. <laughs> we have uh, still that film, 1975, Bruce Lee versus Superman. Forget Batman versus Superman, it's Bruce <laughs> Lee versus Superman. A, a scientist tries to save the world's food crisis with petroleum. I mean, petroleum is a lot more scarce than food, so I don't know why they're doing that. I, you know, save the petrol, probably make some money. Um, <laughs> s- someone tries to kidnap uh, the scientist who's, who's doing this uh, this procedure, this turning petrol into food for some reason, and <coughs> Kato tries to save him. Uh, oh, I'm Kato not sure. Back from the dead. Kato, yeah, back from the dead. I'm not sure if Superman actually turns up in this film. Oh, gutted, man. Can you imagine a Kato and Superman st- stare-off? Yeah, oh, that would be for the ages, mate. So, soup exploitation, this is as well. <laughs> uh, Bruce, Bruce Lee's Deadly Kung Fu, 1976. Also called The Secret of Bruce Lee. Um, and, and it's also known as the name Bruce Lee's Secret. It stars Bruce Lee again, who plays a character called Bob Lee who has the exact same life as Bruce Lee and is called Bruce on two occasions, apparently. Uh, and also there's a guy in blackface in this film. It's clearly where the author of The Secrets got the idea from, from this film. Yeah, yeah. I, it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, Bruce Lee, His Last Days and Nights, 1976. And this actually stars Betty Ting Pei playing herself Ooh. in this film, which apparently Betty is basically... Ting Pei oh, making that money even after his death. On his she, name. She, she's getting in there. Well, she, she's got her side of the story to tell. And apparently this film is all about telling that story. It's apparently a propaganda a propaganda film. As she tried to get across the fact she didn't kill Bruce Lee. Uh, she tells a fictionalised version of her life story to a barman. Bruce Lee saves her for, from some people trying to attack her. There's loads of breasts in this film. So I can Lovely. recommend it for that. Yeah, Lovely. yeah, I might seek myself uh, out with this one. But uh, the fact she had to defend herself that much that she created an, a fictionalised version of saying, basically, I, I didn't do it. I mean, that, that says she either did do it there or she, she got a lot, a lot of abuse. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, you've got to make a whole film saying I didn't do it. That's, yeah. that's not the best defence. Um, yeah. But no, yeah, she it was getting... Ke- my fault! <laughs> If Gene Snitsky, if you're taking legal advice from Gene Snitsky, you, you, life don't bode well for you. Uh, <laughs> Have you got this one on there? Bruce Lee fights back from the grave. Yeah, well, well, oh, it's, I'm coming up to that one. Um, so, yeah, same year, Bruce Lee, ni- 1976. Uh, same year, 1976, Bruce's Deadly Fingers. Fading um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, pay again. She probably has, has her own story to tell about that. Yeah, of um, course she does. She's had, uh, well, we've discussed this. The whole fist's been up there, that fist of fury, many times. Allegedly, allegedly. We can can never confirm nor deny. Uh, Surprised this, I haven't seen Bruce Lee's third leg yet. Well, well there, that, there is a film, a similar title to that. I'll, I'll get to that. 
So, yeah, 1976, this film, another person who knows about Bruce Lee's Deadly Fingers, allegedly, Nora Meow uh, starred in, uh, I don't know if she starred, but she was in this, and Won Sung Leng, of course, one of Bruce Lee's teachers, were in this. Apparently had a good nunchuck battle scene in it. Uh, it stars Bruce L.E., so I think that's Bruce Lee. Bru- I don't know how to pronounce that. <laughs> According to IMDb, the film is about malicious gangsters who capture Bruce Wong's ex-girlfriend, a young and a young martial artist attempts to rescue her along with the late master's book containing lethal techniques for killing the ones. But uh, basically, yeah, they they're trying to rescue this girl and get Bruce Lee's finger book, which pops up in one or two of these Bruce exploitation films. Uh, and yeah, this this book is is featured in other. Uh, it's featured in other Bruce exploitation films such as Kung Fu Fever and Black Dragon Fever. So uh, there, there's a cinematic universe with these. <laughs> Fuck the Marvel Cinematic. Fuck DC. This is where it was. It started. This is where it's at. This is where I mean Superman even turns up. So they got a DC yeah. tie-in right That's there. It. 1976 Taiwan slash Hong Kong production. Exit the Dragon. Enter the Tiger. Starring Bruce Lai. I wonder who the best Bruce is, by the way, acting-wise, who do you think? Bruce Lai, is it Bruce Lai? Um, yeah, in that podcast, they do sort of, like, you know, they, 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 they you can't take this, like, they, they take it in jest, but they do sing the praises of these guys. Like, you know, some of them did have some acting and some martial arts abilities, so I'm sure that that discussion has been had, to be fair. Mm. Um, so yeah, I wonder I mean, if as ripped as Bruce as well. Actually, I'm having a look. Bruce Lai, oof, shredded man. Is he? Would you? Bruce Lai, I would. Yeah, Bruce Lai is. He's got shreds. Is this Bruce L I? L I, yeah. Bruce Lai, on the other hand, yeah, Bruce Lai is quite. Yeah, he's he's quite he's quite ripped as well. Actually, yeah, yeah. Bruce Bruce Lai is like uh like I'd say he's long shot like fit like bruce lee's close-up fit um bruce lie looking from a distance you go off yeah i'd smash him if i was none of them have got bruce lee's face though that's the thing isn't it like bruce lee's uh is his beautiful his beautiful face very true very true Uh, not many people have though not many people have not except for yourself obviously i wish i did i wish i did and uh, so yeah uh, 1976 same year is where we get to bruce lee fights back from the grave south <laughs> korean film starring jun chong uh, in the opening sequence i'm probably pronouncing that wrong in the opening sequence bruce lee gra- bruce lee's grave gets struck by lightning and bruce comes back from the grave and then the rest of the film is about a geezer called wong hun trying to discover the death of bruce lee love it i love it this one uh, jumped out at me the title the most and you've got to edit in the poster of this film here because it's so it's so funny uh, i was just that? about i was about to say that the poster jumped out up at me i mean talk about some fisting i mean what's what's going on there oh it's just a little fucking demon bat as well like chilling out of the, out of the grave and it, and it says you can't keep a good man down it's a good album cover that oh I mean, yeah he's, that's a quality i hope he designed some albums <laughs> look at that there's the new fist of fury 1976 uh, a hong kong film uh, and apparently this is an official sequel 
to Fist of Fury, starring Jackie Chan, uh, directed by Lo Wei. Of course, you directed oh, well. Fist of Fury. Yeah, and uh, the main character, he gets shot again. Didn't learn his lesson from the from the first film. <laughs> and uh, Nora Meow as well, of course, was in Fist of Fury. She's in this too. And Bruce's really? Finger Book makes another appearance. Fingers in all the pies, like we've discussed. Like we've discussed. I mean, it, it, um, this, this film, I, I don't know if it's if it's any good, but it's got low way, got Jackie Chan, Nora Meow. I mean, if, 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 there, if there is any film I'd recommend from all these, I'd say probably that one. Yeah, I was going to say, it's probably like the most popular one, you would say. I wonder if uh, Jack, this was one of Jackie Chan's first lead roles as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as we discussed on the Bruce Lee series, around about 73, you know, he was still a stuntman. And then, as as, you, as we, we'd say now, like, basically everyone was making... Bruce Lee was the biggest film and, like, the whole... I'd say like most film, most films being made in Hong Kong, if not all of them, are in the shadow of Bruce Lee, and they they tried to make Jackie Chan basically like the next Bruce Lee, and it was only when he stopped doing that and he and he actually like he got his way and he could you know, let let he let, let him be himself that he became popular. But yeah, for a long time that they were basically trying to make him the new Bruce Lee, uh, didn't work, did not work. Um, no, it's like in wrestling as well when you do gimmicks, you know the the new the new Diesel or the new Razor Ramon or you know uh, recreating the Road Warriors as Heidenreichers, you know that sort of thing. It's it's not it's never gonna work. That could be a good. That's one of the bollocks episodes like uh, Diesel exploitation, uh, <laughs> WWE exploitation. We'll, we'll work on the title, but that could be a good uh, good. Oh yeah, the title's episode. hard enough to say as it is. Like you know with any of these, so yeah. Can't even say exploit exploitation. Old exploitation. Oh, Bruce, actually, considering your you know dyslexic ass, <laughs> uh, I think it's reading all these Asian names um, for like nine parts on the previous po- podcast series, isn't it? It's good. It's good practice. Good practice. I mean, I mm. think I've done well. No one's complained so far. But, uh, no. but yeah, yeah. Bruce Lee, The Dragon Lives, a 1976 film by a Taiwan Hong Kong co-production starring Bruce Lai, L-I. It tells a fictionalized version of Bruce Lee's Bruce Lee's life story, where he lives past the the release of Enter the Dragon, and he dies during intercourse with Betty Ting Pei, and there's thunder going on apparently at this time, and and Bruce Lee kind of gets possessed and dies. Mm. Uh, that same year in Hong Kong. That would Kong. be the best way to go, by the way, don't you think? But it, I mean, thing. going during intercourse, yes. Betty Ting Pei, not so sure. She, oh, she, you, she, you weren't the biggest fan, was you? I remember. No, no, no. She's, she's, no, 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 no. I mean, not Bruce could have done Sanch. better. What's that? Not even for the Sanch? No, I mean, I would, but I wouldn't really be happy. So they got Bruce Lee, the man, the myth. Hong Kong film 1976 starring Bruce Lai again. He's getting a lot of work, this geezer. It's, yeah, it's, it's definitely uh, making the rounds the most by the looks of it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, uh, here's the thing. it's um, These these geezers laugh at them. They're getting work. They're making a little good bit of dough. I mean, if mm. you make that paper, you've got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Very Bruce, competitive, the Bruce Loitation uh, genre. Well, I don't even think it needed to be. There's probably one getting made every week. It's, it's, it's you know, it's, it's enough Bruce exploitation to go around. 
the Bruce Lee, all most of these films, 1976, they're all popping off here. Uh, another one, 1976, the man, the, uh, Bruce Lee, the man, the myth, uh, Hong Kong production starring Bruce Lee, semi-autobiographical film about Bruce Lee that, according to Wikipedia, chronicles Bruce Lee's life, beginning with Lee leaving China to go to the, the go to the university in uh, in Seattle, and most of the benchmarks of Lee's later life. You know, being cast in the Green Hornet television series, marrying Linda, stardom in Hong Kong and, you know, being brown bread. They're all covered with a somewhat less tenuous relationship to the truth than in previous Bruce Lee biopics. Uh, Unicorn Chan, um, he's in this film playing himself. Wow. Uh, An OG. An OG. Uh, Yen Biao is in this film. Of course, be uh, really famous with... Jackie Chan, he's in this film. Ip Chun, he plays Ip Man. Of course, Ip Chun is Ip Man's son. And uh, apparently it looked quite decent and had a good budget. And, uh, and you know, yeah. relatively good budget. And, yeah, they, they go to the ice factory in Thailand where the big boss was, was filmed. And they also go to the Coliseum. Yeah, I don't know if they actually went to the Coliseum or, or they just went to a set that was made to be the Coliseum. Uh, and yeah, and they they uh, what they uh, and and they sort of say that his death was caused by the electric machines that he used to like tone his body, like the body toners. And he he sort of punches a computer mainframe, I think. Is that how he goes out? Apparently so, something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Let's tie it in with some of the conspiracies as well there. Um, this would probably be one of the ones on the list that you'd probably go maybe go check out then possibly because like you said good little cast um and two of the best scenes from from this films are in there as well yeah yeah it's worth checking out worth checking out uh, i mean i don't know it might not be but if if you had to pick one i yeah the one and only bruce lie of course you gotta go check it out gotta check him out he's finest hour in his finest hour bruce and the shaolin bronzeman 1977 hong kong they don't have to reach with some of these names don't they jesus (laughs) (laughs) they do by the way this is a shortened version i'm not listing all the bruce exploitation films because then we'd we'd lose the the will to live and uh, (laughs) bruce uh, so yeah the dragon lives again hong kong 1977 stars bruce lung uh, which l-e-u-n-g the film starts off with the Enter the Dragon theme, which then goes into the James Bond theme, I think. And it's a satirical comedy film in which Bruce Lee's, uh, what's it, in which Bruce Lee's dead body has an erection. And uh, the, <laughs> <laughs> the erection turns out actually to just be like a set of nunchucks. Uh, so it wasn't his penis. <laughs> And uh, talking talking of the of the three legs, uh, the film poster actually does have Bruce with three legs. Oh, I can see that now. It also says the uh, the deceased lead me to a number of pop culture icons, including Dracula, James Bond, Clint Eastwood, The Godfather, The Exorcist, and even 1970s soft porn character Emmanuel. Yeah, yeah, the soul of Bruce Lee goes to hell. Meets the Exorcist, Dracula, James Bond, Clint Eastwood's character from the Dollars trilogy, which I didn't I think had the name. Zoe, uh, I, 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 Zoe Touch. I do know how to pronounce it, but I've forgotten. Um, 
Zatoichi. Ah, oh, there is a way. Zatoichi. Ah, I, I didn't know how to pronounce it. Zatoichi. That's it. Zatoichi. I think is how you pronounce it. He's like a, a big famous Japanese uh, film character who uh, Bruce Lee actually was like inspired by like these films. Um, yeah. Um, oh, that, that sounds great. That that's got to be on your <laughs> next films to have to watch. Um, Popeye what? as well. Popeye, the, the, the one-armed swordsman as well, and Manuel, as, as you mentioned before, and uh, Kane, the main character from the Kung Fu series. Amazing. Um, yeah, that I might. Yeah, I might have even left some some geezers out. Bruce Lee. I'm sure Kevin Hart's in it as well. He's using everything, just popping up <laughs> for a cameo. Somehow. Somehow. Yeah, Bruce Lee manages to defeat the king and get out of hell and go back to earth there's loads of naked women in it so you know that's good and uh one of the translations of the film's title was actually bruce lee's third leg shakes the gates of hell so that's that third leg i was uh, talking about earlier oh we um, know that's certain that's certain isn't it from all the affairs he's had oh yeah and, and this film does play on his womanizing and, and stuff like that so it does touch on some of uh, the aspects of, of bruce lee 1977, Fist of Fury 2, sequel to Fist of Fury, starring Bruce Lai, uh, unrelated to New Fist of Fury. Unrelated to New Fist of Fury. (laughs) Just in case you were confused, in case you were concerned. Uh, Enter the the Three Dragons, 1978. It's a bit (laughs) like the clones of Bruce Lee. And yeah, some geezers on on the poster apparently aren't actually in the film. So if you've gone there... Expecting to see any of them, um, you might be disappointed. Of course, uh, standard, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. Fun. Fun. On, on the cover, don't even put him in the film. Why not? But, yeah, well, well yeah, who's going to notice? Dragon Lee's in this. What the wrestler? wrestler? Dragon Lee. Oh my word, he's been going a while. So yeah, this is, so we've got a new Lee. It's not a Bruce Lee. It's it's Dragon Lee. So I. If this is where the wrestlers got it was inspired by. I'm, I'm very very surprised and shocked. That he's into his British exploitation, but there we go. Maybe if I ever see Dragon Lee or meet him, I'll, I'll, that's the conversation starter. Definitely, yeah. Get him to share the podcast. There's <laughs> uh, Enter the Fat Dragon, 1978, starring Sammo Hung. It's a parody of Bruce exploitation films. So yeah, it's a bit more of a like, um, yeah, it's a, sort of a, a. It doesn't take itself too seriously. If, if apparently in this film, Sammo Hung fights some pigs. There's more people in blackface, uh, but apart from that, eh, it's meant to be all right. Oh, the uh, haven't they done a re- they're doing a remake on this, or they've done a remake on it? Have they? Into the Fat Dragon, yeah, I'm, yeah. I remember seeing a trailer for it. Jeez. Just looking now, um, yeah, 2020. Mm, well, Police officers wanna... investigate the mysterious death of a suspect who's in custody. Um, yes, interesting. It's got not bad reviews as well, apparently. Ah. Yeah, might be one to to check out. And uh, apparently, in in the 1978 version, there's uh, apparently the music was quite good. So, and I think I did hear some of it on the Clones cast, and it did sound quite good. So yeah, check that out. And uh, 1978 as well, there was the film Dynamo. In this film, a guy gets mistaken for Bruce Lee, becomes a movie star, fights in an MMA tournament for some reason. Loads of the, he fights loads of people in jumpsuits apparently. And apparently there's a good sex scene in it, so check that out. Uh, the Magician Dynamo is nowhere to be seen. Return of the Dragon, 1978 Hong Kong film, again starring Bruce Lai. He's, he's still going. 
Good old Bruce Lai. Bruce Lai. There's Enter the Game of Death, a South Korean slash Hong Kong film, 1978, starring Bruce L.E., Bruce Lee. Of course, you've got to do, you know, amalgamation of all his films into, into the one title. That'll allow to put some butts in the seat. The SEO machines were going back in the 70s, mate. They, they, they knew what they were doing. This on the Google search is getting the hits. <laughs> that traction. The, that traction. Speaking of that, the true game of death. the The only game of death the only game of death basically a remake of the game of death apparently uh so 1979 this is after the actual like the the game of death came out and we're gonna uh we'll we'll, we'll end on that one uh uh, so but but yeah sticking with 1979 the dragon they call him bruce lee (laughs) <laughs> I think I missed that out. Oh no, I've got that one. Yeah, I got that. I'll come to that one. So there's, there's the Dragon, the Hero, 1979. Uh, Bolo Young is in this film. Apparently he's playing oh. King Kong. Um, <laughs> of course he is. He um, can pass for King Kong, the the fucking meaty man. Yeah, yeah, he, he can. Yeah, climbing up the Empire State Building. And uh, this film stars uh, Dragon Lee again. He's uh, uh, getting about, you know, yeah, getting about. He, he's in good shape for his age, man. Wow. Oh, I want to know what aging cream he uses. There's a, <laughs> the Fish to Fury free. <laughs> uh, of course. 1979 star, starring Bruce uh, Lai. Uh, and then, yeah, same year, Philippines, 1979. They call him Bruce Lee, starring Jack Lee and Ray Melanzo. We've got a new Lee in the house, a Jack. Of course, there's got to be a Jack. Got a Jack in, in the building. There's a Kung Fu Fever, the same year, 1979, South Korea, Taiwan. Again, Dragon Lee's in it. In the, in his film, we get Dragon Lee using thumb chucks, which are nunchucks attached to the thumbs, apparently. Interesting. I'm going to have to check these. Mm. There's Challenge of the Tiger, 1980. Uh, loads of breasts in this film, so, you know, it's all right by me. Bruce I like, the, I like the way you made a note on all the ones that I've got the most breasts in. So oh, there must well, be a reason for that. Oh, of course. I've got to give the important information out there. Uh, mm. You know, it's priorities here. Priorities, yeah, of course. Priorities. Uh, Bruce Lye and a bloke who's sort of meant to be James Bond take on terrorists and Vietnamese spies, and they <laughs> they uh, track down the stolen formula for a super sterility uh, sterility drug, a drug that makes you sterile, and, yeah. Again, loads of breasts in this film, which I want to mention it again. Just incredible <laughs> plots to these films, you know, were so, so creative. Yeah. Uh, meet some of these directors that made them, I swear. Yeah, well, you know, thank him for putting, putting the breasts in there. And, uh, and Bolo Young, he turns up in this film for a bit as well. So Bolo getting a bit of work and, uh, and yeah, some good breasts. True. I mean, bodybuilding's not very well paid, so he, he's got to make his money somehow, old Bolo. Make that paper, make that paper. Way of the Dragon 2, 1980, basically a retelling of Fist of Fury, confusingly. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what's going on with these films. There's 1980. It is a mindfucker. United States getting in on this action. American film Fist of Fear, Touch of Death, 1980, starring Bruce Lee and Fred Williams. Uh, now uh, apparently yeah, Bruce Lee and archive footage. So I don't know. I don't know what, what this was. If this was actually like, uh, what is this meant to be a documentary or something? Uh, the martial arts film. 
Madison this film was supposedly to determine a successor to Bruce Lee uh, apparently this is a tournament set in Madison Square Garden at the World Karate Championships 1979 to determine the successor to Bruce Lee even though Bruce Lee famously studied Kung Fu not karate <laughs> okay, <Bella. laughs> um, just to... minor little details that's all we've got wrong here you know just minor <laughs> No one would notice. No one would notice. The Clones of Bruce Lee, 1980, South Korea slash Hong Kong production. It stars Bruce Lee, um, L.E., uh, Dragon Lee, and another Bruce Lee actor, Bruce L. A. I. Um, <laughs> Bruce Lee. I think it might be Bruce Lee. Yeah, Bruce. Bruce Lee and Bruce Ty as well. <laughs> Bruce Ty. Bruce Ty's in this. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, twins, are they? The fucking Tweedledum and Tweedledee, Lion Tie, the Lion Tie connection. Might be like my <laughs> Lion Tie connection. <laughs> I like that. They like the Chuckle Brothers, Chuckle Brothers of the yeah. the Bruce exploitation. Uh, uh, yeah, in this film, after Bruce Lee dies, a scientist uses Bruce's DNA to make three clones of Bruce Lee who fight crime and they fight each other along the way. Loads of breasts again in this film. So, oh yeah. man, that, that's that's on one of the list. The list there, the clones of Bruce Lee. Okay, I'm the intrigued. Clones, the clones of Bruce. I think that's probably the most famous one of of these films. Is it? They're, I think no, so. No, yeah. there's about ten different Bruce Lees. <laughs> this is the homage to the Bruce Lee, uh, the Bruce exploitation genre. This is the love letter to it. <laughs> there's Bruce Lee. Uh, no, it's Bruce's Fist of Vengeance. A Philippines film, 1980, starring Bruce L.E. Um, now, that's as sexual as it gets. That it is. That's some heavy fisting right there. There's Dragon Bruce Lee Part 2. Um, apparently, there wasn't a part one. Uh, <laughs> ni- <laughs> ni- 1981. Uh, there was there was Tower of Death, which was also called Game of Death 2, 1981, which uses some unseen footage from Enter the Dragon. Uh, apparently, Golden Harvest said they have some unused footage from Enter the Dragon. So, uh, so basically, they made a film to put it in. Uh, and and the film oh. make, the filmmakers, I think, were believe. I think they were led to believe that they had more footage than they did. So, like they had more Enter the Dragon footage, and I believe all that footage was just Bruce Lee when he gets like taken to his room. Uh, in Hans Islands, like you, there's a bird cage and there's a book there, and it's basically a little bit of footage. And they thought there was more than there was. <laughs> like five minutes of footage then. Probably not even that. Probably not even that. Uh, <laughs> and that's pa- on the fucking poster and everyone. Oh, oh yeah. See and enter the dragon footage. You must see this. Just slow down the fl- frame rate and make it last ninety minutes. <laughs> yeah. uh, th- this film apparently is pretty much a sequel to Enter the Dragon. Stars Tong Lung. Uh, not the rapper uh, apparently it's quite good uh, and and Tong Lung fights a lion which is a man in a lion suit uh, and apparently it's it's quite somber and respectful I suppose as, as much as it can be you would say he's a man cheater yeah he's a man cheater in this and there's a and and yeah Bruce uh, Jackie and Bruce to the rescue Hong Kong 19 19- uh, 82 I believe Jackie Chan's in this and it stars Tong Lung again I would hope so 
Yeah, imagine that would really take the piss. Like if they're not even just ex- they're exploiting Jackie Chan, they're doing dra- Jackie Transploitation. <laughs> I'm really Chan- He's not even. Doing- He's not even in it. They're doing Transploitation. He's not even dead. Ming as Jackie, Tong Lung as Brother Bruce. So he yeah, isn't, he, he, isn't, he isn't in it, is he? Nah, nah, he's not in it. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that is fucking ridiculous. Jackie's exploitation. Oh. oh my gosh. Transploitation in the building. Oh my word. Some so let's. People. Sorry. These are some desperate people. Some desperate people, and yeah, let's let's get on to 1978's Game of Death. So, right. Um. Basically, what happened was is they pre-sold footage of the game of death which of course bruce lee was working on while he was alive it'd be a bit hard for him to work on it while he wasn't uh, and and basically he was working on the game of death and they pre-sold the film to japan and so i think they they were like oh we pre-sold it we might as well make it you know might as well finish it uh, who's a good person to do this film who's the good who'd be an appropriate director and they decided to go to Robert Robert Klaus, who, of course, directed Enter the Dragon. Very logical decision. Robert Klaus said that he didn't like the footage that Bruce Lee filmed. And so he decided to use considerably less of it, which we'll get to. And he changed the script of the film. Basically, in, in the original, as we discussed on the, the That's Why They Were Quality podcast, the plot of the film was Bruce Lee was a martial arts champion and the mafia kidnapped his family. So they made him and a few accomplices go to this island where there was a five story pagoda. And as he as they go up the pagoda, they'd they'd face increasingly harder challenges. Each fight, each fighter would have a different style of martial arts and it'd basically be an exploration of martial arts basically be basically basically bruce lee explaining his philosophy of martial arts and a great idea for a film but robert klaus went nah fuck that basically fuck the pagoda idea it's going to be a chinese restaurant now um (laughs) yeah 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 uh so uh, oh my word uh they they tried it says it all. I mean, they, they tried to get James Coburn, Steve McQueen and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to be in this film, but they all turned it down because they felt it was bad taste. Uh, I'd say it was a good... Because good they knew it was shit. It was shit. <laughs> so his idea, like, so he did Enter the Dragon, so it's like, obviously he's talented. But do you think it's because at the end of the day, it, it was still Bruce Lee and his, his writing and his ideas, that's why... Ends of the Dragon works so well, and then he was finally given all the creative freedom here, and he totally just fucked it. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. I'd say it's, it's you know, yeah, as you say, must have some talent in Enter the Dragon, and as much as you watch that film to see Bruce Lee, and maybe you could say Jim Kelly and John Saxton and, and that, but the, but the, 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 the crew and, the, the you know, the director, they must have, they contributed to it as well, as well as the incredible music. So yeah, but the main the main star of that film is Bruce Lee, and uh, and and he might yeah he must be talented Robert Klaus, but just yeah it just shows he he's he, left to his own devices. He's Russo. He's mate. Yes, he is. He Russoed this fucking film. <laughs> he Russoed it. 
he Russoed it. He, uh, he's no, he's even worse. He's Kevin Dunn. He is Kevin oh, Dunn. Like, every, in the every now and then he he'll do something great and you'll feel oh that's amazing. But I'd say by and large you're just going off oh, of this fucking guy. <laughs> why is why is wrestling in this guy's hands? Why is this film in this guy's hands? Um, yeah, so fucking awful. And yeah, Chuck Norris he he as well was very angry. Well, he was he was yeah I think he was angry that he was billed as featuring in this film and the extent of his feature is they played footage from the fight scene between him and Bruce in the opening titles and that, that counts as featuring. So that, that tells you how desperate they were. <laughs> Evidently. Yeah. Um so let's let's yeah, let's get into the film. Uh so yeah so the I'll, I'll, I'll give them this opening titles very cool um but and also at least they kept the name at the end of the day the name is still class you know it's a good name for a film that's very true that is very true yeah i, I will say i should also say yeah uh, one of the reasons put forth i think for robert klaus for rewriting the script is that by the time that this film had come out we'd already seen like the game of death idea um all these bruce exploitation films have basically copied it and they they you know they they've released it they the, he, he basically said that the game of death idea had been done so many times by these bruce exploitation films that he wanted to change it that was his that was his reason uh it's a shit reason uh, well, we, uh, I, I don't think anyone would have, would have given a shit that, that no one even probably heard of the, these imitations yeah, I just got me copy of uh, fucking the clone of Bruce Lee from the Philippines. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to see. I don't want to see the real thing now. It's probably yeah, it's probably like ten copies made in its history. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, so, so that's the reason apparently Robert Klaus gave for for rewriting the script. But I'll, I'll give the film this opening titles. Uh, you know, they're quite cool, and the music as well. Can't knock that. It was written by John Barry who was the famous writer to uh, the James Bond films. You know, a legend, John Barry. You can't deny one of the greatest film composers in history. Apparently what happened was is he didn't want to do this film, so he asked for, like, a really ridiculously high fee to do it, and they paid it. So he was like, oh, fuck, I might as well do it now. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I bet he did, and and you can kind of tell because this it basically seems like a James Bond song that didn't quite make the cut for a Bond film. It's it's very Bond this this uh, mm. this soundtrack, but it's it's all right. I, I, quite I, I, disappointing because considering like how good the previous film soundtracks were. Oh yeah, I mean everything from Fish to Fury uh, onwards, Fish to Fury to Enter the Dragon and banging banging songs mm. and uh, uh, this song i think it's, it's all right i, I, I think uh, the song's okay but um but yeah it, it didn't seem yeah just yeah it's a bit of a bond knockoff really but fair play you know got again john barry gotta make that paper so yeah we uh the film opens and we see footage from the coliseum fight from the way of the dragon of course between chuck norris and bruce lee then we see that a film crew is filming them and we're on the set of that film. We're on the set of The Way of the Dragon. They call for cut and then we see a light almost falls on Bruce, who they call Billy Lowe. 
so yeah bruce lee is a geezer called billy in this film <laughs> billy loves yeah How uh, yeah and 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 billy low he looks up and then we cut to a shot with bruce lee looking up from the way of the dragon uh searching around the coliseum like uh, you know that you know that scene where he's he's like he's running around and like he hears the voices in the coliseum trying to find out where they're coming from they cut to that there's no attempt to make these shots look like they match uh, and <laughs> no it's completely different don't it it, yeah, it, completely different. Straight out of the gate, letting you know what this film's going to be. Uh, B- Billy Lowe then walks into his dressing room and we cut to a shot of Bruce with him being uh, dubbed over. And, and then it's back to Billy Lowe. Again, not matching at all. Uh, a, a, <laughs> a mafia bloke, Steiner, is sitting in uh, sitting in there and tries to threaten Billy Lowe to cooperate with him and, and the mob. And while he's doing this, Billy Lowe sits in front of a mirror. And while they're talking, we cut to shots of Bruce from from different films. Um, again, trying to pass him off as Billy Lowe, but they don't match. And, uh, and this shot's point, awful, mate. <laughs> Why did he even bother? And, and, and you're thinking it can't get any worse. Uh, and it does. Uh, what, they, that, what they've done is Bruce Lee, as I say, Billy Lowe, as I say, in front of a mirror. Uh, and they've stuck a picture of Bruce Lee's face. Uh, I'm not sure how they've done it. They stuck it onto the mirror, or they 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 basically yeah they've they've. Well, I don't know if they superimposed it. I don't know, but basically they've got a, like a a mask, like a Bruce Lee, a cut out. They cut out Bruce Lee's face. They've stuck it there, and then they've got the the actor playing Billy Lowe. They've got him, and and, and yeah, you can tell it's basically a, a cardboard cut out of Bruce Lee's face. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, uh, so anyway, while this is going on, Stein is he's telling you know Billy Lowe, oh, you got to cooperate with us, you know, play ball, you know, basically they no want to muscle to Rick or Scott, by the way. <laughs> no relation. They don't want to get any, get be getting sued from them. They basically saying to Billy Lowe, you know, that they they basically want to jump in on Billy Lowe's fame, his famous movie star, and they basically want to get a cut of the action. And apparently, this was common practice in Hong Kong at the time. It's fueled some of the speculation that Bruce Lee was killed by the mafia. And Billy Lowe, he gets up, punches Steiner, and uh, Steiner, he's angry by this uh, and leaves. Billy Lowe goes to see his girlfriend and she's singing in a recording studio. She's basically singing like a, she's basically singing a song that's, that's slightly better than a British Eurovision entry. And slightly, and, though, only slightly, only slightly. She's got a pretty decent voice and you know she, she looks OK. I'd say she's she's long shot fit. I'd say she's quite she's, fit. She's quite fit. I'd say I'd say nice, she's nice, nice boobs. Yeah, I'd, I'd say she's standard definition fit. I wouldn't put her on HD. Um, and and she's a shit actress. I'd like Absolutely. to know who you were, your 4K fitters. 4K and Anna de Almos is Anna Anna de Almos, uh, from from the James Bond film. She is biblical fit. She is like so fit that she uh, she she's Sonic screwdriver fit. Really, yeah, yeah. It... Sonic screwdriver fit. Any door in the world <laughs> will open up for her. Like she could walk up. Right there to the Queen's 
the Queen's office if she has one of those. I had but, a few mates uh, watch them. They were telling me on the weekend that they don't think the Bond girl is as fit as she should be in this one. So do they mean wanna, the main? Wanna... Do they mean the main yeah. Bond girl, Madeline Swan? Oh, maybe yeah. Yeah, but basically this girl, she she was she was only in it for like one scene. Uh, spoilers oh. if anyone's out there. But like that, that's how fit she is. She's only in it for like, I don't know, less than 10 minutes maybe, but she makes the poster. She's that fit. <laughs> she's fr- she's franchise fit. That's how fit she is. <laughs> Anna Diomos, she is, she's, Anna Diomos is, you give her the last lifeboat on the Titanic fit. Uh, this girl who plays the character of Anne, she is, I'll, I'll give you a boost, but if you don't make it, you're on your own. That that that's different levels of fitness. She's she is. Uh, I'd say Anne is. You contemplate giving her. You contemplate giving her. You you'd give Anne the spare life jacket. Anna Diomos, you can have my kidneys. Anyway, so Billy Lowe's uh, goes to see his girlfriend Anne singing in the recording studio. Good voice, shit actress, and sadly that all her singing in the film is done. So we got to see. And um, also I should say. Billy Lowe as well, character. He's played by about four different geezers. Um, and uh, Bruce Lai, Bruce Lang, Bruce Lay. Getting... Lion Tai. This is their moment, mate. This is this. They've been waiting for their mo- this moment all their life. In, in the words of Phil Collins, this is this is their this is their Godfather. This film. With a tear in my eye. <laughs> that was then when they got the call up. And um and I uh, uh, so some of them are doing the line, some one some of them there's one of them's just like he's he's being dubbed in some of the scenes and then there's one of them doing the act- acting. Uh and needless to say, all the acting from Billy Lowe regardless of the actor, it is <laughs> yeah. is shit. It's terrible. Yeah. Just why not just pick the worst of the bunch then, you know, can I? Yeah, he 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 he's he, 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 there's he, he's not he, I would I, I won't even know if it's acting. It's just reading. They're basically just saying the line. There's no, uh, at least Anne's not a great actress, but at least she is giving it a go. She's actually like Billy Lowe's just reading lines. It's awful. Anyway, so so basically they go to dinner and we cut to Steiner who's gone to see the mob boss. Dr. Land and Bob Wall's character uh, is in the room um, and, and he completely ruins the mystique that he built up from Enter the Dragon and the Way of the Dragon, this mean looking guy with a scar on his face and you hear his high pitched voice and he's, he's like what the fuck is this it's, <laughs> all the intimidation goes away with it, this geezer's voice like, what the fuck is this um <laughs> And, and and yet they're, they're training for this. I, I don't know if it's a karate tournament on the poster. I think that's what it is. Uh, they're, uh, they're training for this this tournament. Um, they're training for this martial arts tournament uh, that the mob are putting on. And Danny Nasanto, he's also in the room working for the mob. And there's a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar lookalike who's you know a bit meant to be passed off for Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's character. And yeah, sitting in the corner. And and yeah, they, they they talk about Billy Lowe not cooperating, and they're saying that they should squeeze him. You know, they should try and get him to cooperate. Uh, we cut to Billy Lowe and Anne. They're going for dinner, and you know, Billy Lowe is driving, and they're followed by some bikers, all dressed in like the the um, sort of inverted versions of the famous yellow tracksuit. It's instead of it being mostly yellow, it's mostly black with yellow stripes. 
Uh, there's a few. I think. I, I think. I know there's a few different colours at this point, but but yeah, in those tracksuits. Billy Lowe stops, gets out of the car, tells Anne, oh, "Stay inside, love. You know, stay inside." He, Billy Lowe gets out of the car, and uh, Steiner uh, threatens him, and then attacks him, and then the henchmen dressed in the biker outfits, Steiner. Danny and Santo, they all try and attack Billy Lowe, and there's a fight scene. Uh, Billy Lowe gets hit with some chairs, you know, ECW charts ringing out somewhere. Um, it just looks so lame, the fighting in it, doesn't it? And like the, the colour, like you said, the colours they're wearing as well, it just just looks dead, yeah, like cringy and like, like they look like fucking Power Rangers or some shit. Yeah, 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 you've nailed it right there. It's awful, not much intensity in this fight scene at all. And sometimes you can see that the, the henchmen, like you watch a Bruce Lee fight scene, if Bruce Lee is going to kick someone up, like if he's going to kick someone, he'll knock them off their feet. If he's going to punch someone, they're going to double over. There's bits here with Billy Lowe, he, he'll like strike someone and then they'll walk off. He'll, he'll like half strike them, they'll walk off and then someone else will come up. It's it, the, the shit fight scene. Uh, yeah, and, and, and it's just it's the stuntmen just stumbling all over the gaff. Editing's all over the all over the gaff. The one moment Billy Lowe is against the car, the next moment he's in a different place, and 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 yeah, Billy Lowe he gets he gets beaten down, uh, and that's one thing I'll say about Bruce Lee. You never saw in a Bruce Lee film Bruce Lee getting his ass handed to him. He might take a few punches, a few knocks, but he'd never get absolutely smashed. Well, this this jabroni even be, just before the fight when he gets out of the car with his big massive black glasses and this terrible shirt that he's got on looks lame already. And then yeah, the end of the fight just looks even worse. And there's a kick at the end of the fight. I don't know if you've seen that kick and he gets booted and it misses by like half an inch as well. Just really bad directing there as well. Right, and John Cena took inspiration from this geezer. He's, this is. <laughs> He can't even can't even work work a match. This guy Billy Lowe, he, awful, can't work. Uh, and yeah, he, he gets beaten down. You know, Bruce Lee. What he'd do is he'd beat up the enemies and they'd flee. This guy just getting beaten down, left in the street, and they, they basically say, you know, that's a warning from the mob. So after getting beaten down, they go to dinner. A reservation's a reservation. You've got to go through it. <laughs> sure. Not missing I mean, a big fat steak ever. It's hungry work getting your ass kicked. It's hungry work. So they go to dinner, Billy and Anne, with this guy called Jim Marshall. And Jim Marshall, uh, he was, he's, the character here is a journalist who's, I think, mates with, with both of them. And he's played by an actor called Gig Young. And this actor met his fifth wife, his fifth wife, Kim Schmidt, on the set of this film, Game of Death. Anyway, months Some after the film... there, by the way. Five wives. Five Ron wives. Rick Flair uh, giving him for a run for his money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, five... Well, going one further than, than Rick Flair, I believe. I think Rick Flair had four wives. But, but yeah, so it would be his fifth wife and his last wife. As months after the filming of Game of Death, Gig Young killed his wife and then killed himself. Jesus yeah, and, and this story was already, people already knew about this by the time the film was released in North America. So uh, the film couldn't get any more awkward. Uh, so, God, yeah, what you do in that situation? 
Ah, ah, fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> I think that was their whole ethos behind this film. Ah, oh, fuck it. Yeah, fuck so, it. Fuck it. So, so Jim might as well fuck it. So Jim Marshall uh, warns Billy and Anne about the mob and tells them about yeah tells them about someone who's who's done in by the mob. We cut to a shot of James Tien getting beaten up by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And it's basically the scene where James Chen tries to climb the steps and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar just jumps up. I don't even think though if he jumps, he just sort of like gets his hand and like pulls him off the stairs. And yeah, they, they, they cut to that shot there. Then they cut back to the restaurant. Uh, and yeah, the actor playing Billy Lowe, awful in this scene, speaks in a very quiet voice for some reason. <laughs> yeah, just shit. Billy Lowe goes to a dressing room and chats with his uncle. And his uncle says, uh, you know, oh, you've got to sort out the mob, mate. You've got to sort them out. And then some henchmen in biker outfits come in. Uh, they're joined by Dan Innocento as well and Bob Wall. And they beat up Billy again. He gets his ass beaten up <laughs> again. So, yeah. It's supposed very... to be, uh, the, the, you know, the, the hero the baby face of the franchise right here, 20 minutes into the film, been beaten down twice. Exactly, exactly. Just, yeah, just shit. Uh, yeah, so the mob say, then we cut to the mob again, and they say, uh, oh, Billy hasn't called, so you know, let's do him in. Uh, we then see Billy calling Anne and says that she has to be ready to get on a ferry tonight. You know, we need to scarper. <laughs> and meets billy on the ferry and when billy gets there he says to her oh you need to go back to the states it's dangerous the mob want to do me in i'll i'll join you later i just got to do this film you know and and don't listen to him and calls calls jim um calls jim and they go to confront billy on the set of fist of fury uh, even though earlier he was filming The Way of the Dragon, but now he's on the set of Fist of Fury, which was released before that. So <laughs> I, This is so confusing, this film, mate. Jesus. Yeah, as I say, I think the ethos must have just been, fuck it. Ah, fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> just fuck it. <laughs> so we cut to them filming the last scene of The Fist of Fury, where Bruce runs out and he fly kicks into the firing squad and we get the freeze frame and the director is handing out blanks to all the people firing the guns it's uh, very ominous if you think about brandon lee but uh, but they want to know what would happen in years time so again another reason why this film's awkward um oh jesus never even thought of that yes yeah yeah crazy that yeah more of the yeah. story always draw blanks except in the bedroom it, mm, mm, mm. there some of that some of bruce lee's forgotten philosophy mm. exactly that that's one that's uh underlooked underlooked Overlooked, mate. I say. Mm. and yeah so so director handing out blank bullets to all the people firing guns and so the director's handing out blank bullets to all the people firing guns all the actors who are meant to be the firing squad and he hands one out to a, a mobster a guy dressed in a suit clearly standing out and he, he puts the blank away and puts a real bullet in his gun 
and then they go to to film the take and this this guy in the suit i presume not part of the crew no one has a problem with him crouching down in in broad daylight in view with witnesses billy Lowe comes running out and he just shoots him in the face (laughs) i I, I don't know if he might be part of the part of the the, the, he might be might be meant to be there because there's a, a, a lady applying makeup to this mobster so I, I don't know what like well he was he is he an actor or I don't have fuck knows but he, he, he's got a bit of it I don't know if it's just the hair I think it's just the hair he looks a bit like Mick Jagger he, he yeah and he, he does hasn't got the moves like Jagger there's no there's no stealth to this guy no subtlety he just in broad daylight just shoots him and and no one thinks to like that that we there's 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 a mystery that's going on like oh who who killed Billy Lowe. It's, God, I just fucking did it. Yeah, anyway. the mystery over half an hour and it's done. It's done. So, so uh, yeah, so, did, uh, so yeah, so so Billy Lowe gets shot on, shot in the face, and and fucking hell, thirty minutes in, he's yeah. been done three times. Just what what has he got left to fight for? His pride? Nah, that's gone. That's gone a long time ago. Yeah, this guy beaten up and shot in the face. Uh, why, why, why do you want to stay in the? You should have left with Anne on the boat. I mean, <laughs> yeah, what, that was the wise choice, mate. My word. So we cut to the hospital where Jim and the doctor they talk about Biddy's face being being fucked up, but Biddy's not dead. And they talk and they decide and they they talk with Bit and Jim talks with Billy and they decide to fake his death and give him a new identity a new face and stage a funeral and not tell Anne. And then a bit harsh. we, a bit harsh. And, uh, and you know, that was kayfabe harsh. And here's a shoot harsh as we cut to footage from Bruce's actual funeral. <laughs> yeah. Heavy. Fuck it. As I say, just, ah, oh, fuck it. Oh, just, what, what? This is more footage of Bruce Lee. Oh, fuck it. And, and, and I should say, this was a staple of the Bruce Bloitation film. Loads of these films used this funeral footage. So, yeah. This is yeah. the best directed thing in the entire film. Probably any of these films as well. I was about to say, I will give them credit for this. The the, the bits that they filmed with the characters, Bob Wall and Steiner, they actually have made it look like they were actually there at the funeral. That is like convincingly done. Yeah, well, the only thing. The only yeah. thing. Yeah, and, and we... we Basically, we, we we see Bruce's actual funeral footage in the cut with shots of, of Billy Lowe having this facial surgery and 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 Steiner, Bob Wall's character. He seemed to get over getting shot in the face very quickly as well, this, this Billy Lowe. So Anne Steiner, uh, Bob Wall's character, all at the funeral. And uh, and yeah, Jim, he's at the funeral as well. And Anne goes over, spits at the mob and shouts at Jim and then walks off and faints. We then cut to Anne at a clinic, like a, a sort of a rehabilitation facility, something like that. Seems quite nice, actually, that facility. Nice view. Yeah. And Jim comes to visit her and Anne says she knows who killed Billy. Um, I'd suspect it'd be the bloke who, who shot him in broad daylight with witnesses. <laughs> yeah, That's who the I one with think. the gun. The one that with the gun. everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the one who you saw kill Billy Lowe. I, I think that would that'd be the guy. Uh, no one, no one seemed to suspect him. 
and and yeah jim leaves and then steiner and the bloke who shot billy low the, the bloke who shot him comes right oh don't i know you from somewhere oh, no none of that uh steiner and the bloke who shot billy low they come over and dr land comes to to visit and um, they try and sign Anne because as we talked about before and in the recording studio she's a recording artist and uh, yeah pretty left out in in this film um the character of Anne is a successful uh, recording artist so they try and sign her and she tells them to sling their hook and and that makes dr land angry then we see billy Lowe all bandaged up and he's drawing a mustache and a beard and some glasses some sunglasses on a picture of bruce lee and the doctor says you know he'll have a normal face and so the next scene is billy low bandages are off got over that surgery very quickly whoever's <laughs> the plastic surgeon uh, whoever's doing that is done a very good job he's like nothing you know like just completely completely like nothing had changed uh anyway um he's we see him next thing he's got sunglasses on and he's wearing a fake beard and a fake moustache that's uh, good enough good enough no one seems to recognize <laughs> him in in the story famous film star billy Lowe just walking about no one uh, i was bothered fake fake glasses uh, sorry fake fake moustache fake beard sunglasses that's the trick he starts stalking these mobsters and and tries to tell jim um the bloke the the blokes who killed billy visited her and jim don't want to don't want to hear it he's a quite a shit journalist if he he, he can't investigate this shit uh, billy continues to follow the mobsters and he follows the mobsters to a business deal in this really nice gaff and they're basically the mobsters are trying to fix this martial arts tournament and after the meeting and the the people are doing business with walk off billy low goes up to dr land who's on his own at this point and he starts strangling him and then some henchmen come over and billy low fights them and this fight scene is pretty decent actually it's, it's pretty good uh and, and yeah the the the, the stuntmen some of them taking some really good bumps up there going into the water climbing up getting knocked back in again and then bob wall's character comes on the scene and they have a bit of a fight a bit of a fight between bob wall and billy lowe's character and then uh, steiner starts shooting at billy and billy runs away as bob wall's character chases him so as i say bruce lee in his films he'd beat up the bad guys and make them flee this time he's beat up the bad guys but now he's fleeing so he's getting there <laughs> he's getting there yeah progress has been made progress is made and I'm quite sure about that beard either. Lou looks looks a bit like yours, and it gets out of control. He's he's not he's not even as long as mine. He could have made some effort. He could have probably grown a a beard in in that time. He, yeah, it's, it's, it, it, yeah. Not I, I'm not impressed by the beard. No, it's a four out of ten. Four out of ten. So afterwards, all the mob guys are speaking and they're talking, and they don't seem to recognise that that was Billy Lowe, even though he was right up close to them. All he had was was a, a fake beard uh fake moustache and sunglasses uh yeah they don't fucking recognize it's billy low so oh, clearly spec savers wasn't going back then exactly mate. they could have doc, dr lands uh, he could have done with an optician he should take his doctorate away so yeah. next we Maybe see the directors could have done with some as well 
Well, they could have. Yeah, they could have done it in that med- that that facility that that Anne was in. They could have done being done with taking a visit there. Uh, we we see the karate tournament and Bob Wall and Samo Hung are fighting. And again, she's pretty good. Uh, I think Samo Hung was like choreographing the fights. Uh, so you know you you can mm. tell you know they're pretty good. Um, and and the mobsters they're watching. They're in the crowd. Uh, Anne, she's also there. Now, that's a good coincidence. <laughs> um, I didn't know she was an MMA fan. Um, so, so Billy Lowe, uh, he's also there, and he's uh, he's in a bit of a better disguise this time. And he whispers to Anne, and he says, "Oh, like Anne's like gonna walk over to the mob," and he just whispers to Anne, "Oh, leave it, geezer." Not in those words. Uh, and and she. By the way, she, how come do you think they chose like an an Amer- American um, act actress? Usually they go with the you know Asian actresses don't they for the the female parts. Yeah, I think I think she's trying. She's meant to be Linda, but at the same time Linda wasn't a singer. So I, yeah, it's confusing. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's mostly an American cast to be honest. It's, I think it was a co-production of American and uh, Asian. Ah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so. So Billy Lowe whispers to Anne, leave it, geezer. And then he walks off and, and she like she sort of notices it's Billy Lowe and turns around. And by that point, Billy Lowe's walked off. And then we cut to the fight again. And Bob Wall has, has knocked out Sam Hung. I'm not sure if he's killed him or whatever. But he's won the fight. And Bob Wall gets carried to the dressing room. People are holding him up. And there's a quite attractive blonde woman. And you know, the, and then Bob Wall says, "Oh, you're my wife now," which is a very strange proposal to make. Um, <laughs> go, goes into the dressing room, and Billy Lowe's in the dressing room, and then Bob Wall and Billy Lowe fight, and they keep cutting to close-ups of Bruce Lee in different locations, and and try to pass him off as, as being Billy Lowe, and, uh, and and I think there's also multiple Billy Lowe's in this scene, uh, but apart from all of that. <laughs> of course there is apart apart from all of that it's a good apart from if you get past that it's quite a good fight scene and oh, um, they're out like, Wait, that's shooting it yeah like they do one take and they're like okay get ty in here do a second <laughs> take okay get leng in here another take get lee in here they get lay and then they go back around like that that must take up the piss how long did the film take on on this the production yeah, geez. Pro- probably just like oh fuck i need i need to go to the bog all right you step in right <laughs> uh, <laughs> fuck it fuck it <laughs> hey what that's quite an easier acting job that one <laughs> yeah yeah it's yeah the film's pre-sold in china it's the equivalent of uh of kevin Nashko. We, we got their money champ like it's just uh, fuck it fuck it so uh so bob wall's character does the thumbs up thumbs down thing from the way of the dragon but the way it's shot uh, you can't actually see all of his hands so it sort of cuts off him doing the thumbs down thing so yeah not great there and uh yeah billy Loeb in this fight does in bob wall and uh kicks him into a locker in the process and uh, then we cut to Anne trying to convince jim that she knows who killed billy Lowe. and uh, again i don't know how this investigation has not been closed people fucking saw him do it um, <laughs> And the, the mobsters think Billy might be alive, uh, and so they go to dig up Billy's grave, and uh, they find a fake statue. It's it's Steiner goes to, to dig up Billy's grave, and I should say Steiner is carrying this cane that's got this like sort of sharp 
like blade like in the bottom and what he does he pokes the he, he they, they dig up the coffin they see like a, a mannequin of billy low there and they poke poke at the mannequin and it's like it's sort of like a porcelain uh, mannequin of billy low and it breaks and, and he goes oh shit it's not billy low he's not brown bread oh fuck it's not him so Anne has arranged uh, through Jim to meet up with Billy Lowe at the cemetery, which is convenient because that's that's happens to be where the mobsters are. And uh, <laughs> at, at, at Billy, you know, is, 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 you know, try to have a conversation with Anne, but is interrupted by these mobsters. And Billy seems to be played by a different actor again. So um, I'm not surprised that they didn't recognize it was Billy Lowe, to be honest. I mean, Anne must really love him if she. <laughs> He's been played by so many different people, and she still knows it's him. I mean, that's a, that's a good partner for you. Must have had a hell of a budget as well. Can you imagine the amount of people who've been paying the actors they had to pay as well? Like Christ, a lot of wages to pay you. Yeah, yeah. I it's everyone wants to get in on this. This again, this is the Godfather of the blue Bruce Bloitation. This is <laughs> the, the big payday people are waiting for. So Billy sees one of the the mobsters henchmen on a bike uh wearing the uh the black biker outfit that they wore before and tells Anne to scarper and so the henchmen on the bike um they go and they they kidnap Anne, and then steiner tells jim to surrender billy low and they'll let Anne go jim then tells billy this billy goes to meet the mob to surrender in a warehouse and they cut to a shot of Bruce's eyes and then Billy runs into the warehouse and, and he sees Anne's tied up and um, <clears throat> doesn't untie her hands up at first, just takes out the mouth gag, you dirty bastard. Uh, and then <laughs> he bit no time for the S&M, mate. He's fucking he's being kidnapped here. At least they're being realistic when it comes to that for Bruce. We, you know, we know, as we have covered, Bruce was quite the kinky guy. Yeah, we don't know if he, he indulged in any S and M though. We don't wanna don't wait. We did he did carry a whip in the game of death, didn't he? So, <laughs> there we yeah. go. There he we like go. dressing up in, in you know, leather, like coloured leather and so yeah, I think so. I didn't see that deleted scene, but but, but yeah. Yeah. Uh and Anne doesn't Anne doesn't really seem to be really distressed. I mean, you know, she seems to be more knackered, if anything. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> Sad enough. She's had enough. So basically, Billy Lowe unties her and, and tells she's her. She's got about six different phone numbers for these these Bruce Lee wannabes. <laughs> He's, yeah, she's she's just she's knackered. She's oh for God's sake, I just which one is it now who's coming to, to un- rescue me? And, and and yeah, so he he unties her and and tells her to hide. And then the men in the biker outfits they they broke they break through the windows into the warehouse. Now, it's the mobster's warehouse, so surely they know where the entrance is. I don't know why they had to damage their own windows. <laughs> but, fuck it. They, uh, fuck it. So, they, they, they break... I hope that's they break. on the fucking poster of this film, you know. It needs to be. That was all, all the producer's notes to the director. Fuck it. <laughs> so, so, Billy kicks a biker in the face, knocking him off his bike. Um, and then, in the next shot... He's now wearing the biker's yellow outfit. Of course, you know the, the famous yellow outfit that we all we all know from this film, the yellow tracksuit. Uh, so he's he's got changed very quickly. He's done, mm. done that. Um, 
and, and so yeah, there's a cool fight scene. Didn't see him uh, carrying a, a bag either of, of clothes, but, but uh, here we go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Like, is he wearing his original clothes on underneath? In which sweating, that, sweating, yeah, sweating as fuck. Or did he just like did he quickly get nude? Did he quickly whip his bollocks out and uh, put the the, the tracksuit on there in, in the in the warehouse while you've got bikers swarming about? Uh, I, I don't know which one happened. He's uh, nice method acting, and he knows sweatlands. Ah, ah, very good there, very good. So this fight scene with the bikers, I think, is quite cool. It's quite decent, and yeah, Billy Lowe gets to the fight scene with his bikers, hops on one of the bikes, and yeah, it's, it's all right, it's all right. Uh, so while this is going on, Steiner shows up outside uh, while, while the fight is happening inside the warehouse, and the bloke who shot Billy Lowe also shows up. And outside the warehouse as well, it's pissing it down, it's raining, you know, it's all, it's all, it's, it's the weather's awful. So Billy Lowe takes out the bikers in the warehouse, goes outside, and uh, he continues taking out the bikers, continues beating them up. Uh, and then he starts having a fight with, with the bloke who shot him. And, you know, he, he beats him up and then says to him, oh, where's Lang? Where's Lang? And, he, and you know, he says, oh, Dr. Lang, you know, he's, he's out, he's we, we, we don't i don't think we always audibly hear like what he tells him but he basically says to you know, dr lang is at his his hideout which is his restaurant we we we, we see and uh, yeah he's basically at his headquarters and yeah he's soaked at this point it's in the rain he's shouting at him he's in the rain he's pissing it down he's soaking wet in his yellow outfit and then next shot billy low riding there on his bike and now the rain's all gone and he's suddenly dry <laughs> Jesus, I, 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 that's it's a miraculous yellow, yellow, very absorbent yellow tracksuit. That he's bone dry. Yeah, now I don't know why Frank uh, started wearing it as well. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's he, he could have had his he could have kept his sweat glands if he's gonna wear that outfit. It, mm. Remarkable. So Billy shows up at the restaurant, goes in. <clears throat> so Billy shows up at this hideout, which is is this restaurant again it bruce lee's script meant to be this pagoda on this island you know it's a big statue <laughs> Buddha. yeah bruce lee spotted the location because it was like the biggest statue of buddha in in hong kong i think it was or maybe even in in asia or it was like it was massive you know he he picked it out for a reason and robert klaus just went nah fuck it top of the chinese nah, he'll just climb through a fence that, that's it there you go yeah yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Just just down a side street back alley. Oh, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, poor. Yeah. So so luckily, door left open. So Billy goes in, uh, goes to the restaurant, um, uh, and, and then he climbs up these stairs. And on the stairs, we see there's a load of weapons on the stairway. Uh, I don't know what food you could you could cook with those weapons. Uh, uh, it's fortunate, fortunate that, that these weapons were there. Um, as we see, we see Billy Lowe pick up a bag with, which is the bag with the nunchucks on and the green bamboo whip that we actually see in Bruce's footage goes up the stairs. And now finally, this film gets at least a little bit decent. Yeah, he's got a completely different face, but here we go. (laughs) Here we go. Here we go. Now, finally, the moment you've paid your fucking tickets for, here's Bruce Lee. And suddenly we see night and day a difference between 
Bruce's fighting ability and his other actors, and Dan Inosanto as well. This 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 is like another level. Um, Dan Inosanto and Bruce actually that you see how good they were, and uh, and yeah, basically what happened was they cut Bruce the other two accomplices out of the film, James James Tien's character and the other character I can't remember who it was. They cut them out, uh, so basically they had to cut around it. And they've added in shots like you'll see close ups of like Bruce Lee, like putting down the weapons or like picking them up because of obviously in the original footage, the accomplices were handing it to them. So they try and make it make sense. And and these these shots kind of do match. So they do know how to do it. They they just I don't know. Maybe they just couldn't be bothered with the, <laughs> the other footage. again. Fuck it. Fuck it. So, yeah. So. As we we detailed, we detailed in, in and if you want to have a, a detailed analysis and a and a, a good like review of, of of this fight scene, epic fight scene between yeah. Dan Inosanto and Bruce Lee, go over to our that's why they were quality series because it's it's incredible. We can't lump it in with this load of bollocks because this is uh, probably the best thing he ever filmed to be honest. Or one exactly. of them. Oh yeah, I re- I watch this on on regular occasions and. And and yeah, iconic bit of film here, iconic bit of martial arts cinema, and we only get five minutes of it in this film. Uh, <laughs> we'll go to YouTube. There's a good half an hour, fourteen minutes there. Yeah, yeah, it's a good day. You go to YouTube, you'll see the, the whole thing there. But here, Robert Klaus, ah, oh, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> just yeah. So, so yeah, so so yeah, five minutes of this fight. Then Bruce goes to the next floor. In this fight, again, the original footage is intercut between James Chen on the top floor fighting Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Bruce Lee's in this epic battle. And, you know, it's incredible. This film, see three minutes of the fight. Then, and then there's a, re- there's a really bad jump cut as well in there as well. And, and as I say, they've cut out the other two accomplices of the film. Um, they didn't want them in the story, so they've cut around them. Uh, but, They've still left in the footage of James Chen and the other character actually on the floor. So you still see their dead bodies on the floor in these scenes. No explanation on who these guys are. Uh, <laughs> man. That's the worst thing about this film. It's been the edit and it's just been poor. Like, it's plot loopholes all throughout the film. Just no explanations needed, apparently. No, no explanations could be given. No fucks could be given. Uh, he, so he, he, go, he goes up to the, to the, the top floor, and and we get the fight with with uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, um, uh, and there's no really explanation. I mean, you see, you, you briefly see him in uh, in in Bruce's film. All three of these guys, different fighting styles, different. You know, there was a philosophy behind it. In this, fuck it. There's no, they don't get any. There's just like, no relation as to what's been going on for the past hour, twenty minutes. Is there? Who are these characters? Why are they related to any of the other characters before? Why are they related to Bruce getting shot on the set? Like, come on, what is this? Yeah, all we know is these guys. All we know is two of these guys work for the mob. That's all we know. Their fighting style, like the way it's not none of it's gone into in Bruce's in Bruce's original footage. There's like, you know, there's the, the dialogue, the interaction, criticizing the fight styles during, you know, it's it's, it's you know, but this nope, fuck it. Um, and, and yeah, he, he, we get a cut down version of the fight with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. 
uh, none of none of the voiceover bits in there, and, uh, and yeah, all in all, eleven minutes of Bruce's footage was, was used in in this film. Yeah, sad. Very sad. Very very sad. Yeah, in, in in Bruce's original film, this was the set piece. This was this was basically what like the film was. The film was based around this pagoda. This would be end, you know, the ending of the film. The whole film was leading up to this fight, the five floors. In this film, it's just shoehorned in in this fucking weird you story. He climbed through a fence to get here. That's all he had to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even yeah, yeah. You'd think there'd be someone, a mafia hideout. You'd think there'd there'd be someone like with a gun at least. Considering <laughs> like, he got shot earlier. Considering, yeah, in this cinematic, in in this in this in this film, we've established that guns are about. In in Bruce's original idea, the reason why that there was no henchmen with guns, like Bruce, like he actually explained it that guns were banned from the island. Same for Enter the Dragon, like you know, hand banned guns from the island. Uh, in Way of the Dragon, it was, it, you know, it was the the mobsters. Bit of bit of a shitter explanation. Oh, you know, they don't, they don't want to shoot guns in broad daylight to attract a, a, attention. Uh, but at least there was an explanation of why they don't just go up and shoot him. This, ah, fuck it. Like, there's no, no, no uh, they, they could they could give less of a shit. Goes against the whole philosophy of the entire thing, then really, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, uh, it, no attention to detail here. No, no fucks given. Um. So yeah, we're back to our regularly scheduled shit as a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Steiner Steiner comes down uh, and fights Billy Lowe. They insert shots of Bruce here as well, and and in in these shots of Bruce, we see he has a black eye and marks on his face. However, when they cut back to shots of of Billy Lowe, doesn't have any black eye and uh, doesn't really have marks on his face. So again, no fucks given. It's um, so bad the fact that he tried to follow it up with another fight scene. That's just like not even half as good. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, and uh, and uh, yeah, and and Steiner takes the little mo bump from Eastenders as as, uh, as he goes uh, flying down the stairs. Uh, yeah, he's Steiner gets done in, done chucked down the stairs, and he's brown bread. So Billy Lowe goes to the top floor. And we see it's Dr. Lang's office and Dr. Lang is sitting at a desk with his wrist slit and he's bleeding out, which is a bit of a disturbing visual, um, which they crammed in for no reason. And, and Billy Lowe walks up to him. Turns out oh, it's a wax statue. Uh, so, so they, they whoever, whoever's making these wax statues in, in Hong Kong in this film, yeah, getting a good living. I mean, you know, <laughs> Jeez, Billy, yeah. Billy Lowe had to employ the geezer. For, for, you know, to 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 make the fake head at his grave, and I mean, he's making a wax statue here. Whoever's yeah. making the wax statues, mate, doing all right. Yeah, don't pay any of these shit actors. Pay the p- person who who made these. I mean, so they, fucking some of these these wax statues bring more life to the dialogue than the actors. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Billy Lowe. He, he takes off the head of the wax statue and goes, oh, it's wax. And then Billy Lowe follows Dr. Lang out of the office. We we cut to uh, shots of Bruce uh, still in the pagoda. Then we cut to Billy Lowe and he's in the office. 
so they completely don't match but fuck it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> for, for... there's about six different actors remember so the, you know at least he can be in two different places at once that's true very true very true so billy Lowe chases dr lang onto the roof and and fly kicks through the through the glass um and and and, and chases dr lang on the roof and and this causes dr lang to fall to his death and then he's yeah he's he fall to his death and then we cut to we, we basically see the graphics from the end of the, the film's over and uh one of the most uns, unsatisfying movie villain deaths of all <laughs> yeah it's, well it was the point in the wax doll thing it's just, it's just pointless <laughs> it's just completely pointless uh, yeah fuck knows why they did it uh, and 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 yeah like remember enter the dragon right that that movie death was was mr han impaled on a spear we said it in the podcast one of the most satisfying villain deaths in in, in yeah. film and and you know the, the 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 death of of chuck norris's character you know he was he was killed and then it was he was sort of like a, a dignified a, a warrior like you know a warrior has died so bruce lee's he's paying his respect putting his gi over him and laying down his belt on him you know satisfying death um in in fist of fury he the villain gets a good a good death in that in 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 the big boss you see bruce lee he's punching the 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 big boss guy until the big boss is dead and bruce is is all of his energy is is worn out and he collapses on top of him after this epic battle this film just chases the geezer and he's he's gets he's 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 bit slippery out there because it's (laughs) raining it's a bit wet it's a bit wet because remember it was raining a few seconds ago. <laughs> it was raining earlier on in the evening, and 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 he's dead. Yeah, it, uh, and it lasts like fucking a minute, don't it? Like he did, like it's just all over instantly. Like no time to let it settle or anything. Yeah, exactly. No time, no, no time. And and there was two two more alternative endings. One in which uh, Billy Lowe gets nicked for killing Doctor Lang, and then. Uh, there's enough. Yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah, God. it wasn't already depressing enough. This film, and then a one in which uh, Billy Lowe and Anne leave on the ferry. Um, and <laughs> God, I'm glad I never seen them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so then the end credits play, and the ballads that Anne was singing earlier is, is playing, and it's again, you know, it's slightly better than a, a British Eurovision entry. It's all right song. And we see shots of Bruce Lee's other films, um, and and it ends on a shot of like Bruce Lee looking like like um, oh, oh, melancholy, and and that's yeah. the way it ends. So uh, that that it that's the first respectful thing I've probably done to Bruce in this film. <laughs> I know, but you just show this end credit scenes, all these amazing fight scenes in his films, and you just think, what the fuck have I just watched? I could have been watching these. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What a load of shit. It should have just been two entirely different films, you know, like all the editing. There was like just random edits of like a pan shot of Bruce Lee in one of his films for like an like a second. And that was it. There was no relation to like it just made no sense. Why is there a shot of his face right now? There's no need. It's pointless. It's unnecessary. So just do a totally different film. Don't even include any of his stuff in it because that just makes it worse. So it completely does. It completely does. This film uh, grossed an estimate of forty million dollars worldwide 
and it probably grossed out a lot more people worldwide than that. Uh, we. Uh, we. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh. Grossed me out then, just watching the fucking, just fast forwarding through it, I tell you that. Yeah, exactly. Neither well, Bruce... sickness. Yeah, and this film as well, needless to say, no breasts. What's going, no, not even oh. that going for it. It, it's, well, that's how you know it's not a Bruce Lee film then. Yeah, it's the only one of Bruce's films, uh, only one of Bruce's martial arts films with no breasts in it. What the fuck? What a load of shit. What a load of shit. Um, I, I, I don't recommend watching this film. Um, <laughs> it's it is <coughs> terrible. It's it's awful. Um, shit, yeah, just in terms of the fight scenes are shit, and even when some of them are all right, then you look at the end credit scene and you're like, okay, actually not, they're, they're still pretty shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you grade on a curve, they're like, you know, it's it's they, if you grade on a curve, then it's all right. Uh, but but yeah, they're not. They they just yeah, they're not they're not amazing. Um, yeah, that was that was Bruce Bloitation. That was uh, the nineteen. 78 version of Game of Death. Um, I like the way you call this. So that was, you said, the godfather of the Bruce Lee rotation era. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah, it was It was the godfather and the godfather three of, of those. Uh, <laughs> Definitely the third one. Jesus. Oh, my God. It was, oh, it was just, oh, just oh, low. I hope I've, I've done this film justice on, on how shit it was. It was fucking dreadful. Oh, I reckon Game of Death with the exclamation mark might even be as good as this. Might be better. It might be better. It it might be. I've now watched this film twice. I watched it once just so because I'd never seen it before growing up. So I was always told because in it basically uh, a lot of the ways I watched Bruce Lee films was in the off license. They had like a shelf of films to rent and they had like Bruce Lee films in there. So I'd, I'd so like you know my mum would rent those and I'd watch them, and I, I think it was the guy behind the counter. Like Game of Death was was one of the films, and I think the guy behind the counter was like, oh yeah, don't watch that, don't don't like. And I just I took his word for it. I was like, oh fuck, I won't watch it then. And he was right. He was fucking right. He was right. good good advice from that man. By the way, it doesn't get as British as that. Went to an off license and rented <laughs> a Bruce Lee VHS. Yeah, Classic yeah. British they, culture that. They were the days. They were the days, mate. Fucking. It's oh. Got a 46% rating on Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes. Audience score 63%. Fucking hell, audience watching that. Oh, lost respect for that website now. Fuck me. It's Blame a, the people. The, the, the people. Blame the audience. Their fault. Yeah, their fault. I mean, again, it grossed 40 million worldwide, apparently. So apparently for, for the time, that was good, good money. Uh, so, you know. And all the Bruce's in the world, Bruce Leng, Bruce Lai, Bruce Lay, Bruce Tay and Tai, they they made bank because of Bruce Lutation. And, and that's the biggest takeaway from this. You know, this guy, this guy, Bruce Lee, was such an icon that you can make hundreds and hundreds of films just based off his name. You know, what he brought to culture, his fighting style, all that. But there'll only ever be one Bruce Lee, and that's Bruce Lai. <laughs> that's good. Even Bruce Lai is imitators. It's it's It's... <laughs> That that guy puts the lie in Bruce Lie. Absolute, oh, just yeah, uh, yeah, just well. Thank you for joining me, and uh, and 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 I apologise as well for <laughs> taking you through that. Yeah, apologies, but I had fun doing it. Um, and I think kind of just reading as well. It, it's Bruce Boitation sort of kind of ended in a way when Jackie Chan finally came on the rise, apparently, and um, sort of 
there was a new wave of, of Hong, you know, Kong cinema as well be, because of that. So, but then we've already touched on it with like games and, and all that, like all that sort of birth from blue exploitation, you know, like I talked about uh, Street Fighter and all that, and manga and anime and all that. That that's all. There's there's a lot of blue exploitation when it comes to that, but there's no way we're going to cover all of that because um, I don't know. I've got the energy left after covering all that all that shit. Yeah, yeah, fuck all that. Yeah, and 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 you say Bruce Bloitation's dead. I mean, it sort of depends how you define it. Because there was an Indian film called, and I can't pronounce this, P U T H I Y A Bruce Lee, that was released in 2018, which is apparently a Bruce Bloitation film. So yeah, it still goes on. A bit of a rebirth, apparently, is what I'm reading. And just another example, in the third season of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles animated series, there was a character of Hun. And his appearance and his behaviour is very closely patterned to Bruce Lee. So I guess blue exploitation that'll never end. Just like, you know, sand exploitation when we get started on that, that'll never end either. Exactly, exactly. I mean, I suppose it depends. It's like some things are paying tribute to him. Like, for example, SpongeBob SquarePants had like a Bruce Lee themed episode. Um, and, 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 you know, and, and things like that. He was paid tribute to in that 70s show as well. Um but but this this stuff here, there's no way. This is just this is exploitation. It's the definition of it. Uh, mm. Yeah, just oh, fucking dreadful. But, but yeah. Well, that was a uh, boss journey. Yeah. So I guess just wrap up in it, Lou. Um, more content to come, isn't there? As well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we we are gonna be we we'll back in your ears um, very soon. Um, we got your list of the top twenty-five rappers coming up next. Hip-hop groups, yeah. Oh, fuck. 50 yeah. Raps is already out, as you'll, you'll already you'll already know that, because you've already listened to it many times. That's what this episode has done to me. It's fucking <laughs> scrabbled my brain, mate. I think, I'm, I, think, I think I'm getting out of breath as this film's going on, just the amount of exhaling I'm doing at the fucking production of, of why the book quality. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, God. Yeah, so that just follows on the, on the socials, as always. You know, that's why the quality, Facebook and Instagram. And uh, yeah, Luis Sanchez still strong on Tinder and, and the likes. Still on Tinder, still on plenty of fish, and uh, still down the fish market. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, so nice yeah. one, Lou. Another good one. Another good one. Thanks very much, geezers. Thank you, Paddy, yeah. and thanks, geezers, for listening. Uh, see you next time. Yeah, peace out, geezers.